Grace and peace to you, and welcome to Bloom's Guided Liturgy Podcast. My name is Seth Slay, and I'm the music and arts pastor here at Bloom Church in Denver, Colorado. And I just want to welcome you back. If you've been listening over the past couple of years as we've done this podcast, you'll know that we have been on quite a long hiatus over the past few months, but we are back with an episode on the season of Advent. On this episode, you'll hear Taryn, Dulce, David, and myself share scripture and prayers and liturgy from the second week of Advent in the lectionary. You'll also hear a reflection on the season of Advent and what it means for us from David Blankenship, as well as a song that was written by and performed by people within our community. So thank you again for your patience with us as we kind of get back into the flow of things, having new episodes, and we hope that you have a good Advent this year. A voice cries out in the wilderness, Make straight the way of the Lord. Let us listen and turn to the Lord in penitence and faith. Lord Jesus, you came to gather the nations into the peace of your kingdom. Lord, have mercy. Lord, Lord, have have mercy. You come in word and sacrament to strengthen us in holiness. Christ, have mercy. Christ, Christ, have mercy. You will come in glory with salvation for your people. Lord, have mercy. Lord, have mercy. Bloom, let's join with the church worldwide in praying the prayer of the day together. Stir up your power, O Lord, with great might come among us. And because we are sorely hindered by our sin, let your bountiful grace and mercy speedily help and deliver us. Through Jesus Christ, our Lord, to whom with you and the Holy Spirit be honor and glory now and forever. Amen. There's a light upon the mountains And the day is at the spring When our eyes shall see the beauty And the glory of the King Weary was our heart with waiting In the night watch seen so long but his triumph day is breaking and we hail it with a song in the fading of the starlight we can see the coming morn in the lights of skies are glowing as with lights of hidden fire in the hearts of men are stirring with the ache of deep desire behold our Savior 
Jesus Christ who came to bring us light who was and is and is to come our King Emmanuel there's a hush of expectation in the quiet in the air in the breath of God is moving in the fervent breath of prayer for the suffering dying Jesus is the Christ upon suffering of our spirit is the suffering of his own he is breaking down the barriers he is casting up the way he is calling for his angels to build up the gates of day but his angels here are human not the shining host above for the drumbeats of his army are the heartbeats of our love behold our Savior Jesus Christ came to bring us light who was and is and is to come our King Emmanuel behold our Savior Jesus Christ who came to bring us light who was We hear in distant music And it comes with fuller swell Tis the triumph song of Jesus Of our King Emmanuel Zion going forth to meet him And my soul be swift sweetest and thy dearest for the triumph of our King Here reading from the prophet Isaiah, chapter 11. Out of the stump of David's family will grow a shoot, 
Yes, a new branch bearing fruit from the old root. And the Spirit of the Lord will rest on him. The Spirit of wisdom and understanding, the Spirit of counsel and might, the Spirit of knowledge and the fear of the Lord. He will delight in obeying the Lord. He will not judge by appearance, nor make a decision based on hearsay. He will give justice to the poor and make fair decisions for the exploited. The earth will shake at the force of his word, and one breath from his mouth will destroy the wicked. He will wear righteousness like a belt and truth like a garment. In that day, the wolf and the lamb will live together. The leopard will lie down with the baby goat. The calf and the yearling will be safe with the lion, and a little child will lead them all. The cow will graze near the bear, the cub and calf will lie down together. The lion will eat hay like a cow. The baby will play safely near the hole of a cobra. Yes, a little child will put its hand in the nest of deadly snakes without harm. Nothing will hurt or destroy in all my holy mountain. For as the waters fill the sea, so the earth will be filled with people who know the Lord. In that day, the heir to David's throne will be a banner of salvation to all the world. The nations will rally to him, and the land where he lives will be a glorious place. The word of the Lord. Thanks, Thanks be, be to God. God. Hear a reading from the letter to the Romans, chapter 13. This is all the more urgent, for you know how late it is. Time is running out. Wake up, for our salvation is nearer now than when we first believed. The night is almost gone. The day of salvation will soon be here. So remove your dark deeds like dirty clothes and put on the shining armor of right living. Because we belong to the day, we must live decent lives for all to see. Don't participate in the darkness of wild parties and drunkenness, or in sexual promiscuity and immoral living, or in quarreling and jealousy. Instead, clothe yourself with the presence of the Lord Jesus Christ, and don't let yourself think about ways to indulge your evil desires. The word of the Lord. Thanks, Thanks be, be to God. God. Fleming Rutledge, a priest, has compiled a book of homilies that she's preached over the years to her parish in Advent. And it strikes me when I open the book, the first thing she says about Advent is Advent begins in the dark. And it's so countercultural because this season is one of light and joy and presence and looking forward to Santa and friends and family and all the things that we associate with Christmas. But the church says Advent begins in the dark. And so as members of the church, we're called into this sort of dual existence. And part of us is decorating for Christmas and singing carols and making plans. And then this other part of us is drawn every Sunday by the liturgy, by the prayers, by the confession, by the awareness of what's going on in our world to a place of darkness, to a place where we stand in and recognize the darkness that is not only within us, but within our world. After the events of the past week with three mass shootings, one of them in our own state, 
we are again reminded of the state of our world. It struck me in the prayers that we read earlier. There was that one where we pray for all who live under darkness in the shadow of death. And that seemed pretty intense. But in Advent, it's right and it's appropriate to remember that people live in darkness and under the shadow of death, that people live in fear. They live in insecurity, not knowing where their next meal is coming from or if the government that is over them is out to get them, is oppressing their rights and their liberties or whatever it may be. There's people dealing with massive loss. There's the question asked all over our city, our state, our country, our, our world, is God here? Am I alone? Am I seen? Am I loved? And that is, and that is the reality that Advent calls us into. It calls us into a place to see, to feel, to experience darkness, and at the same time, to find a greater hope, to see Christ as light in the midst of it, Christ who is present with us in every darkness. In Romans 13, Paul was talking to the church, and he was speaking within a construct that they had come to see themselves living within, the present age and the age to come. The present age is everything that we know that we exist in, and the age to come is everything that Christ is about, that he manifested in the life of Jesus, that he healed, that he restored. He loved, he saw people. He literally built a new kingdom, the age to come. And now we live in two ages, the present age and the age to come. So what's the call for us as Advent people? It's to live into that beautifully, securely, and with hope that we recognize we don't hide from the darkness that's around us and we have hope in Christ, the light, so much so that we become lights in darkness to others, to our world. The role of the church is not to condemn, it's not to point fingers, it's not to shame, it's to be present in darkness as light. As Christ is to us, so we are to this world. So when we're Advent people, that's what it's about. That's what this journey is about. It's about being fully in the darkness, aware of the darkness, and embracing the light at the same time. That's what our liturgies call us to. That's what our prayers call us to, our songs, the confessions. Everything that we do in this season is about that. And for that reason, it is, to some people, the most grounding, most human, most beautiful, most hopeful season. It's so counterintuitive. So in this Christmas season, the hope of the church for us, Bloom, is that we'll be not only about the Christmas season, but about Advent, about both light and dark, about hope in places that have lost hope, about presence with people who feel left behind. It's Advent. So may your Advent be holy and beautiful and full of light. Watchful at all times, let us pray for strength to stand with confidence before our Maker and Redeemer. 
that God may bring in his kingdom with justice and mercy. Let us pray to the Lord. Lord, Lord have, have mercy. mercy. That God may establish among the nations his rule of righteousness. Let us pray to the Lord. Lord, have mercy. That we may seek Christ in the scriptures and recognize him in the breaking of the bread. Let us pray to the Lord. Lord, have mercy. That God may bind up the brokenhearted, restore the sick, and raise up all who have fallen. Let us pray to the Lord. Lord, have mercy. That the light of God's coming may dawn on all who live in darkness and the shadow of death. Let us pray to the Lord. Lord, have mercy. That with all the saints in light, we may shine forth as lights for the world. Let us pray to the Lord. Lord, have mercy. Almighty God, as your blessed Son, Jesus Christ, first came to seek and to save the lost, so may he come again to find in us the completion of his redeeming work. For he is now alive and reigns with you and the Holy Spirit, one God forever and ever. Amen.